it's really weird that I haven't made a video talking about external processing already um, in a conversation because I thought I did. <laughs> and it's a concept that is fairly new to me within the past year and... <coughs> dying. Uh, within the past year and a half, anyway, uh, about a year and a half ago, I guess, um, I was introduced to that concept, or just that label, that term, that whatever, and everything it encompasses, and um, and it, I fit into it and applied it to myself uh, very easily, because it makes a lot of sense uh, for me, and, and how I function as an individual, and how I process things, which is like, I guess, your main function as a human. So, I guess knowing how you would do those things is really handy. Um, I, I, I swore I would have talked about this at the time, but I went through, and I could have missed it, but I went through my conversations, like the whole big list of them, and I looked and I looked and I was like, I, I went through it twice, and I was like, I don't see one here that says anything about external processing. I know that I talked about it in vlogs around that time, and probably since, every once in a while, but I didn't have just like a full-blown conversation about it. And it was on my mind again, because Randy and I, uh, in our podcast, Art Ballad, um, where we discuss art things, <laughs> we were talking about this, um, this gentleman, Sir Ken Robinson, who had a TED Talk a long time ago, the first TED Talk I ever saw. And I, that probably was like, I don't know, 2013 or something that I saw it or whatever. And he was just speaking about like, you know, learning disabilities and also um, how schools kill creativity and how some things aren't really a disability, it's just like le your learning style. And at one point he was talking about how this, this one woman took her uh, child, her daughter, to like a psychologist or something because um, she just wasn't functioning academically very well at all, probably super hyper and ADHD and whatever else. And then <clears throat> the, uh, the, the psychologist or whatever, he, you know, sat down with her for a bit and then there was like a one-way mirror, I guess, type situation. And then so on his way out, he's like, I'm just going to go talk to your mom for a minute. I'll be back. And on his way out, he, like, turned on, like, the radio, and then um, there was music playing, and then she just, as soon as he left the room, she just got up and started dancing. And then he was saying, like, you know, there's nothing wrong with your daughter. It's just, like, um, it, it, you know, it, she just, she's a dancer. Like, that's it. Like, she, she's a dancer. That's who she is. Put her in her dance school. That's it, you know? Like, um... And then, I don't remember her name, but she ended up being, like, this amazing choreographer and did, like, Cats and all these, like, really um, great, great plays and things of that nature. So, that was on my mind, because we were just talking about it in the, in the last episode we did. And um, there's a phrase that she, this woman, uses, like, when she grew or is, yeah, this kid in the story who grows up to be a woman, used, and she said, I, I needed to move to think. Like, I need to move to think. That was just her simple phrase there that reminded me, of like, how do I think? Like, what do I need to do to think? And then I was listening to a podcast this morning, and I was talking about, like, augmented reality and VR and all this stuff, and then somehow Elon Musk got brought up in there, and he was just talking about, like, rockets and trying to build this, that, and the other thing, and AI and all this stuff, and the, the dude that was talking, he was like, yeah, I'm, you know, he's... Obviously, Elon Musk has thought about this stuff way more than I have, and I started thinking about thinking. And I was thinking, like, some people can just, like, think, just, like, sit down and just think. And it's really not something that I do. 
like not to just sit down and be in my own thoughts. Um, you know, it's just a common thing. I think that most people would recognize that. Oh, some people like when they're in class, they just need to doodle and keep their hand moving and just draw lines or silly faces or just something. Not like focus on creating a piece of art or making a legit drawing, but they just need to do something in order to um, really process the information that they are receiving, whether it be in a lecture or whatever, a classroom setting. And some people just, like, need to do that. And I did that a lot in high school. I don't know how much I needed to. But the thing is that if I just if I just sat there and just tried to listen to my teacher for a long period of time, I would start daydreaming. I would just immediately just, like, not immediately, but very soon, very quickly, I would just start daydreaming and just, like, going elsewhere and creating my own scenarios or looking into the week and, like, the things I'm looking forward to and, like, wonder how that's going to go or just reflecting on um, other things that have happened in my life or whatever. And so I was thinking about the fact that, you know, that was something that I did, that I needed to do, and how I couldn't just listen, just 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 listen, that's it. Because even in university, I was still doing the same thing. Like, I'd be listening, but I'd also be trying to, like, you know, write out my grocery list, or I wasn't doodling as much as I was, like, just multitasking in order to, to focus. Um, because if I just tried to focus on that one thing, it became incredibly difficult if it was for longer than five minutes, maybe. Um, it, and I mean, writing notes about that helps. Like, it just like, oh, I'm just going to write notes about the presentation here. Um, it helps in more than one way, but helped me to focus on what I was being told or um, what I should be listening to and, and reflecting on and focusing on whatever, understanding and retaining that information. It's like, if I just try to focus and just sit there and listen, I won't retain any information. Like, it's just in one ear and out the other almost, after a certain amount of time of trying to do that. But if I was just using my hand to doodle or write something else out, even though I was giving this, let, let's say I'm writing a grocery list out, let's say I'm giving that like 25% of my attention, at least 75% of, of my attention is over here still on the person lecturing. Whereas if I just focused 100% on the person lecturing, soon it would be the opposite. It would be like only 25% on them because I would be daydreaming and that would like take over. Um, another thing I didn't learn until university either was just like my style of studying. I didn't know how to study. It was like, man, if I try to sit down and study for one hour, like that's not a very long time. Like that's, you know, if I've got a full day ahead of me or whatever, I should be able to do that. But again, what would happen is I would maybe 20, 25 minutes into trying to study, I would get distracted. I'd be on my phone. I would start doing stuff and then I would be lost for an hour. But if I planned breaks and been like, okay, I'm going to study really hard for 15 minutes, 20 minutes, take a five-minute break. 15, 20 minutes, five-minute break. And just keep doing that. For those 15, 20 minutes, I was able to focus, like actually focus. Again, these are things that some people figure out in high school. And like I was in the College of Education before I figured out this is what I need to do. I already completed a degree. I had done, you know, six and a half years of school already by the time I figured that out. Or of, of post-secondary, I mean, of university. So that was annoying because I probably would have done a lot better in my classes if I tried to realize that because then it became, um, once it became a habit, it was very satisfying to be like, hey, I can study. Whereas before it's like, man, I just can't focus. I just can't get it. Like, um, I just, it's really difficult. And then you stop doing it eventually or you don't do it very much as much as you should because you just can't focus and you know that and whatever becomes this self-fulfilling prophecy and you just need to figure out a way to do it. This is all going to come back to um, external processing. So, 
I was reflecting on this thing where he was like, yeah, Elon Musk probably thinks about this way more than I do. And I was on the thing that Sir Ken Robinson um, said. I mean, he's telling the story about the, the woman who's like, I need to move to think. And I was just reflecting on my own experiences and thinking like, yeah, what? Like, it's just interesting. Like, I know that now. But again, I didn't learn that term. Again, just that one term. This is a, a reoccurring thing that I've talked about in the vlog. Like, sometimes a label can really, really help me. And maybe this is where I talked about external processing, but I would have also talked about anxiety, too. And this conversation would have been, I don't know, a month or two back. <clears throat> so I guess you can check there. But a label sometimes can really, really help me because there are certain things attributed to that label that obviously, I mean, words have definitions that mean certain things that are usually different from other words, right? And that the attributes of this this thing, whether it be anxiety, I'd be like, wait a second, I do connect with this. There's like a list of symptoms and like, I might have a lot of them or all of them. And now I can like start exploring what that really means because I have something to actually look at. I have something to study and focus on. And same thing with this term external processing. Um, I had known for a really long time that I really enjoy having conversations. I learn a lot from having conversations and talking with my friends and whatever else. And I often, you know, this is, I don't know when I first realized this, but I mean, it had to have been maybe, oh, I don't know, my mid to late 20s. So uh, within the past decade anyway, between seven and 10 years ago, I guess, I had realized, you know, sometimes when I'm talking out loud, I just say things that I didn't even know I felt. That's kind of how I would phrase it. I, I I didn't realize I felt that way until it just got said out loud. Um, and I realized, that I guess that is a huge part of what I need to do to, to think. I need to talk to think. Um, I love to have discussions just because I think they're fun, just to, like, talk with people. Like, I just like to sit there and just talk. And then also, um, that's how I learn. That's how I process information, my own feelings about things. That's how I figure myself out, which is the main reason we're doing this right now, is because I can verbally say these things. And I mentioned that writing is a way that helps me too, but because it's slower, it gives my mind more time to think and more filter. Whereas just by talking, I have less filter and I get to, I just say things that I really do feel, but I didn't realize that I felt them. I would compare it to like figure drawing, like, being really quick and just like there's there's not a lot of filter in the information it's just like i'm looking at that and i'm just doing this and and it's probably going to be more accurate because i'm not thinking about the lines i'm not thinking about the curve or whatever else that i'm looking at it's just i'm just doing it and when that's practiced a little bit it's more like i said it's much more accurate for most people and the way that i learned figure drawing um and you know me using a pen is more fluid than using a pencil whereas in every other scenario i'd want to use a pencil um, but again, that's also because I'm I'm thinking when I'm drawing like a portrait and I'm slowing down, like I'm thinking too much. I'm really trying to observe and slow the process down. And if I put enough practice and faith into doing it quicker, it'd probably be more accurate the first time around. Anyway, so it's it's like removing time for a filter that helps this understanding just come out. Um... So yes, with external processing, that, that's the thing. I don't know. This is like a big buildup to just like, yeah, that's it. That's, um, that's the thing that I have been way more aware of and conscious of in the past year and a half that really is something that works for me and what I need. Speaking with others has never really been that much about a sounding board of just like whatever. Sometimes because I really do want other people's thoughts and opinions and other times it is like 
I just need to hear my own voice out loud and I don't just talk to myself. Like, right? Here there's an audience, so it's like... I don't want to say acceptable, but it's easier. There is someone else listening. It's like there's a, there's something... I'm not just sitting in a room talking to myself out loud. And maybe I could make a practice of doing that, but I was just thinking about how my brainium works and how I don't just sit and think, and that's it. Um, or it's really difficult for me. And maybe I can do that. I think it could be, become a meditative process, but here's the issue with that. Um, I mean, so one is time, because if I start to think about my past and how I processed things and reflected on things before, like in high school, it was just a part of my daily routine was just to like lay in my bed or lie in my bed on top of it or on a love seat or something and just listen to music in the dark for hours, just listen to music. In that time though, like I feel like that was a meditative process and it wasn't one that I was conscious of or super aware of or it wasn't with intention, it was just something I liked to do and part of my physiology probably really liked it because it was helping me ease my anxiety, process the day, give me things to reflect on, um, and be in my feelings very purely without interruption and to process those feelings somewhat. And the older I have become, the more responsibilities I've taken on and things I want to do with my time, and I have less and less time to do that thing. Um, because I, I focus so much on wanting to be productive that, I mean, that thing is not productive in the sense that that activity doesn't produce a physical product, but it does set me up to be a better person so that I can continue to produce specific products, whether it be a piece of writing or visual art or, you know, a conversation or, or some, I don't know, something that like work related, like that has nothing to do with artistic pursuits, um, so that meditative process is something that would definitely help. Like that would be, that would be great if I made the time to do that. But I know that it's difficult for me because I'm focusing so much on uh, in this time. What can I get done? What what evidence can I have of this thing? Also, I find that when I do get into a meditative process, sometimes if I just straight up try to meditate for like ten minutes without music and just silence and sitting, that sometimes ideas come to me and I want to write them down because I don't have the best memory and if I have this great idea I want to write it down so I don't forget it so I can come back to it later so I can write about it or reflect on it more and process it further and really figure out what I am trying to get out from or just really get everything out of it that I that I could so that's another issue with trying to do that um but the conversations definitely help, more than anything. And I really think that conversations with others help more, not just because the ability for them to have input and um, see things from a different perspective that I wouldn't have thought of and then give me advice or trigger something in me to be like, oh, wait, that makes sense. Or like, now the everything's connecting or what about this idea? And then... Besides that part, it also was just a longer conversation. I generally don't talk in a conversation more than a half hour. I have one that I think went like 45 minutes or an hour, and it was also one of my favorite ones at the time. So I was talking about what is reality, and I was like just... I remember the feeling that I had anyway. and be like, whoa, this is out there, and I really enjoyed it. Anyway, <clears throat> but I... Uh, 
I feel like, yeah, conversations with others is something I lack a lot of these days. Uh, something that, you know, I could just... I mean, that is the hangout sometimes. Like, it's... If I was going to hang out with a friend, then I... It's just like, hey, let's just go and have coffee or let's go for a walk or, like, just sit down and hang chill and just, like, talk. That's what it is. Like, it's, it's weird to me that, I guess, like, people need an activity to do as friends. Um, but again, I pick and choose my friends based on things that are important to me and that I value and conversation is a huge part of that and if someone doesn't have substance but we can do activities together well if those activities in and of themselves inherently are empty or don't have substance <clears throat> let's just say mountain biking I love mountain biking it does a lot of things for me the activity in and of itself is just it, it doesn't have substance in and of itself with the activity, like, built, built into the activity. It's like, you know, you're pedaling, you're riding the trail, you're using your body. It doesn't necessarily mean you're using your mind in the same way, or that you're filtering those thoughts the same way, or that you're lack of thinking, or whatever. Like, the, this is the main reason I like to ride alone for the majority of time. Because it's fun to ride with other people, depending on the people. Um, it, it can be fun, for sure. But it's not doing the same thing for me, necessarily, which is more of a meditative practice where I have to focus on one thing and one thing only, and I can come out of that feeling refreshed and, and really just good um whereas like i said the like if you just had someone you went mountain biking with and that's all you did and there was no conversation I, I would rather sit and talk with somebody i would rather just if if the point was to hang out with the person i would rather just sit and talk and that would be and that would be the thing uh because i again i don't really believe in altruism so um I would get a lot out of that. Like, that's the thing. That, that would be my choice of activity for the most part because I know I would learn something. I would come away um, with something. So <clears throat> this is also why I think I am so expressive. Other than conversation, which I've talked about a lot, and how I, you know, I need to process things externally. I need to have an external thing that comes out of me in order to process the thought, like, in more fullness, whether it's through writing or speaking out loud or with creating visual art, right? Or just, you know, sometimes, um, I, this is another thing. I was talking with Randy the other day about how I really want to get back on track with posting on my Instagram every day. It shouldn't, it, like, it's something that might only take 10 minutes. But that's the thing, I told her, like, it takes 10 minutes. Like, that's, in the scheme of the day, it's a short amount of time, and I can make that time every day, I can. But it's it has to be an uninterrupted 10 minutes. Because usually... Like, a post for me, sometimes, it's not just me, like, oh, yeah, this is this old photo from my sketchbook. I took a bunch of photos of my black book because I'd never posted them before. I did that, like, a couple months ago because I was like, hey, I'm not producing much art right now that I can post, but I can talk about these things. And that's the thing. I didn't want to say, hey, this is from my black book. That's it. I went into depth and, like, started kind of reliving the memory and getting nostalgic, but also writing about this is the time of my life and blah, 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 reflecting on it and processing it by writing this post. So it wasn't just a quick thing. Uh, but that's the thing. Anytime I put... That, maybe that's why I like to be so expressive and put things out there, whether it be social media posts or writing... Or what, but the thing, anything that I do for the most part, not all of it, um, but if I write something or make something or whatever, I want to document it, I want to put it out there, I want to express it. And then I can say more about it, too. I rarely ever just like post a picture with no context or without my added... Um, <clears throat> detail and reflections on that thing um i also really value just the self like just exploring the self and whatever else and so yeah, i think it's important to figure out 
how you do that best, and this is how I do it best, by externally expressing things in order to process the fullness of thoughts and ideas. See you on another time.